Good evening, everyone, and welcome. We are Random Encounter Productions. I'm Cody Stone. With me tonight, we have... Caitlin, playing Fable of Frost, the Ice Genasi Phoenix L Sorcerer. Megan, I'm playing Sarai Landir, the Eldrin Glamourbard. Oh, sorry, I'm not used to being in uh, third. <laughs> hey, I'm Mars, I'm playing Tower of Thokenblade, the Wood Elf Scout. Hi, I'm Carlos. I'm playing Thousand Fahrenheit, the half-orc tiefling Force Cleric. And I'm Kez, and I'm playing Treasure, Nightcrafter, the tiefling fighter. Whose fucking idea was it to have all of the T's in on one night? We're not doing this again. <laughs> all right. Well, we do have a couple of quick announcements before we get into tonight's adventure. Uh, first up, Caitlin, why don't you tell us about Norse Foundry? Hey, good timing. I just told the chat. The chat. Um, if you, <laughs> I'm swiping audience member number three. I just imagine you as those. Um, MSQTK3 puppets just talking to yourself and so that's how I will expect you to behave in chat tonight. Um, so uh, Norse Foundry though the other members of your watching party have decided uh, make these gorgeous metal dice. As a matter of fact I think most of us have something by them. Uh, they make gemstone they make aluminum, they make this bad boy who will break the desk if I don't roll him on something. Do the beauty blogger babe. You gotta, you gotta do it carefully. There you go show off those opal opalescent dice. And you can get all of those very expensive dice and accessories for 15% um, off, which is, like, dope, honestly. When you're buying dice that are over $100 and worth it, um, that's a big chunk. So just go use Rep RPG, R-E-P-R-P-G, in the North Strategy website on any of your dice needs to get a giant chunk off of your order. And it tells them the Rep sent you. We're working on uh, partnering with them to get some boulders like this for lay trophies for our upcoming pvp league so if you're not already a part of our discord to follow along with that please make sure you do it's a good time absolutely okay. all right thank you so much for that uh awesome. megan why don't you tell us about the archives the archives cody i'm so glad you asked uh the archives are <laughs> i'm doing great uh the archives are aardvarks the Aardvarks are a weekly show uh, with uh, myself and Eric, who plays Sorak. We cover everything that happened on tonight's episode of Disasters and Danger. Um, we take and answer any and all of your questions about D&D, about geeky stuff, about the cast, about our characters, anything you got. If we have an answer to it, we will give it to you. And if not, we'll make it up. So That's the archives guarantee. What has become canon that we don't know about because of you all sitting there in the in the archives artwork chat? Like what has happened? I think what it's more. I think it's more important that you let that just happen naturally. It's going to come back to bite all of us, so we might as well just do this as a group, right? I'm weirdly glad now go. that Fable's tragic backstory episode has been scrubbed by the weather. That night. I told so many fable secrets and only Megan knows them now and we were live. But the thunderstorm said, nah, bitch, it'll be more fun if they figure it out later, live, in person. It's disaster's night. And uh, so be afraid. You can rewrite the whole thing. It's great. I mean, she's a perfectly, I'm just a human girl doing human things. Totally you, normal here. You're at the you're oh, at the human girl. You're at the Genasi girl 
you're at the combination human girl Janasi girl. But that's the that's the rhythm you just did. I I I couldn't stop. I'm at stop. the happy girl. I'm at the tragic girl. I'm at the combination happy girl and tragic. Ah! Also, Cody, uh, you still can't get uh, Pizza Hut at a drive-through combination Pizza Hut and Taco Bell. But you thank actually you, please, uh, can. Yeah, not in Florida. Um, oh uh, well, not all. Exists. Okay, all Florida. All right, internet, find us a place. Today we went to a combination KFC and Taco Bell. It was disappointing. You know what? They also don't have Pizza Hut through their drive-thru, so there you have it. Down in Miami, years ago, I found one of those that was the Pizza Hut KFC Taco Bell, and I would get, like, some tacos, the KFC biscuits, and a pizza. It's, like, at the drive-thru. Yeah. It's true. Megan, photos or it didn't happen, apparently, is Megan's stance on all of this. Uh, before we get going with a couple more things, uh, Carlos, talk to us about Junk Drawer Show. No problem. Um, yeah, so the Junk Drawer Show, uh, we normally play on Tuesday nights over on Twitch. You can find us at the Junk Drawer Show. We're actually going to have some new things coming soon where we've met for the first time in two years in person. Um, some of us have vax, some of us full vax. Uh, but yeah, so we finally met in person. We were discussing how to move forward and grow that a little bit more. And uh, there are very fun new things to come. I'm currently working on some myself. And we'll see what happens. I will definitely keep you guys posted and I will keep all of you posted um, whenever they do. But in the meantime, yeah, just check out our D&Ds on uh, Tuesdays. Uh, we have another show actually open up called Go, uh, Go For It. Going For It. Um, one of the two, or my other going to call me. But anyways, run by one of our uh, players, uh, my cousin Pat, and it's all about football and uh, pro football. So if you're interested in checking that out, you know, they're like, some of them are like a couple minute segments, others are like 15. But yeah, you can see all that at the Junk Drawer Show on YouTube, Twitch, so any social media. And actually, we just opened up, I think it's the thejunkdrawershow.com, which has all of the above, and you can just... Go there, and you can find all of our social media from there. That is awesome. Definitely check them out. And, Kez, tell us about Lance Orlando. Hey, guys. So you've seen us do some really cool stuff here with characters swinging swords. What about doing that in live person, actually, in front of people? So that is what we do at Lance Orlando. We are live action combat, not... Live-action novelty combat entertainment. There you go. We've been able to meet... <laughs> we haven't been able to meet due to COVID and safety restrictions for over a year now, but we are starting to get back into the swing of things and are hoping to be meeting up again by the end of June. So we will have some dates for everyone about when we are meeting. If you are Orlando local and would like to see when it is, we're going to be able to meet up, you want to be a part of this, you want to actually learn to do at least half of the cool things your D&D character does in-game, keep an eye out for Lance Orlando. Join up with us and not only do cool things, but participate in shows so you get to do them in front of other people. And I believe we are we are partnering on a video series with them coming up really soon that we've been very, very excited about for a while. Um, so big... Big exciting! Go get your go get your stabbings, everybody, because that is uh, get stabbed in the arm so you can stab people in the face. That's that's my motto. Um, no, well, it's my motto. Well, to, to be fair, I mean, with Lance, we would teach you 
how to pretend to stab somebody in the face because but stab in the arm so you can stab somebody in the face for fake done so with Listen, that mixed message <laughs> with that mixed message uh now in the bank let's dive in to tonight's adventure so when last we left our heroes uh, well, this is the land of Lickdrakt, a land of fate, a land of destiny. And our heroes have traveled across the Warden's Barrier to Western Lickdrakt, the true land of dragons. And here they have encountered the House of Shields, a dwarven remnant, uh, one branch of the Black King's Empire. And they have agreed, uh, since winter has fallen over the mountains, and traveling across them is currently very treacherous, and their allies uh, require more days than, uh, than our heroes do. They have agreed to help Beardren of the House of Shields in reclaiming uh, keys to hopefully reopen the Black King's chamber. In that effort, they have traveled to the Forge of the Fist, a uh, fire giant stronghold uh, that has long since been conquered and uh, taken over by dragons and dragon descendants. These, these dragonborn or half-dragons, a little hard to tell. And they have run across some enslaved uh, fire giants. Uh, one in particular who is a forge master in the midst of creating a suit of draconic armor uh, lined in mithril and other precious metals is uh, has been working for them. Our heroes last week did free him uh, from his ogre captors and he has agreed to aid them in their search for uh, the Fist of the Forge for the key that they seek. Only after they um, help, only after they free the remaining fire giants of this of this region and uh, help them escape to to safety. And so that is where we are gonna we are going to pick up. I believe all of you are here. We're switching out Eric for Caitlin tonight. Is in that is. So, Sorak is going to take a step back to, to the rest of the group, back into the um, teleportation chamber, into the, the Forge Master's uh, throne room, as it were. And uh, given that you are not fighting against fire giants, although you are unsure the elemental nature of the dragon uh, kin, just for an, a little more all-inclusive term, right? Uh, while you're unsure of their elemental bent, you know that the ogres that you guys will be facing off against are fire susceptible. So, uh, you know, and and with um, with fables uh, elemental adept nature, she she is able to bypass some resistance. Um, so. You guys are in that forging room, that converted forging room uh, that is uh, filled with the skeletal remains of a of a dragon, and uh, serving as a sort of dress mold or, or modeling mold.
world with all of the finery lined up around it, the, the bracers that cuff over the, the forearms and upper arms and legs, the shins and thighs of the dragon, each um, claw enhanced with uh, shearing the metal, um, each of it sharp, the wings lined uh, along the bones in these razor-like mithril uh, guards and, and weaves of, of chain. Amazingly light and delicate, very fine precision work, especially done by a giant. Um, looking at it, definitely, you can tell Thosin easily that um, this type of work is a fine and detailed work for even someone of your size. And, and so that the giant, you, you imagine him almost having to, um, like, knit or needle or, or uh, I won't say crochet, but, but, like, comparative to his size, the, the long, thin fibers of, of mithril that he has stretched out, it is, it is akin to that. Um, and so the mastery is, is evident. Um, you guys see the tracks that lead down into the converted portions of, of what is the mine you suspect where the mithril is coming from. And you can hear the continuing hammering and picking of the axes along the stone and it, it echoing the squeaking of the wheels, the cracking of the chains that the ogres use both as bindings and motivational whips upon their giant kin. And that is where you all begin your evening. Uh, treasure. Go. Yeah, Treasure had actually finished off by saying she was going to go in first since she spoke draconic. Okay. And try to give the rest of the party a one-up or at least cause enough of a distraction so they could possibly get in maybe a sneak attack something. Mm -hmm. And what she'd done is use the power of her new masquerade tattoo to kind of extend her nose, pull her horns back so they're less curled and more rakish, mm -hmm. and eventually make herself look like a dragonborn. Like she had seen back home in Jalen. Very cool. Um, what particular color did you settle on for your for your dragonborn disguise? I had settled on red because she is fire resistant being a tiefling makes little sense hmm. she might understand some of the business that her parents might have done with certain dragonborns a little closer to the culture of Jalen not whatever's going on here in Lickdrock mm -hmm. um, she's also going to put on some of the airs she's seen her mom do whenever mom does business Okay. and if I remember correctly just as we'd finished the last game Thosin had plucked one of Sirach's feathers and given her some eagle splendor. That is correct. Yes. So, as you are making your way, you are following these tracks as you are as you are traveling ahead. What distance uh, is everyone following at? Before we go, can I ask the uh, the the larger gentleman what his name is? Yes, you can. Did I not give you guys? 
Hey. No, we have the name of the big baddie that's in sight. That's every Durios, but we didn't get the name of the fire giant. Okay. Yes, you absolutely can. His name is um, Galodin. Balodin? With a G. Galo. Galodin. Dean. I like it. The Elder Fire Giant uh, continues to uh, make noise, although you notice that his efforts, now that he is not um, bound, are far more performative than they are functional. Um, I'll continue to make noise, make sure that they don't get suspicious, but the dragons are cunning. To say the least. Caution. Friends. And with that, he will begin to to tink and tonk and, and ping and pang the hammers and anvils and, and like burst the, the forges. And um, as you watch, he, he'll rub his wrists and ankles and neck ever so often. Um, so... Everyone else, how far behind are we? Uh, are we following treasure? I would probably stay about maybe 10, 15 feet behind, but hood up, trying to blend into the surroundings. If I can hide behind something as I'm following her. Okay. Fable isn't doing the stealth thing, and she'll just go with whomever. She's just like, I can see with that delight. I love it so much. Like, she's fucking seeing in the dark. She is quiet. She got to sneak up on Talroth once and scare him, and it was fun. Like, she ready. She good. I've decided that I had a really good roll <laughs> once, and you had a really bad perception check, and she got lucky, but she's decided it is the shadow brain tattoo that made her that lucky. So she's just with whomever, if you want her to go behind, she'll go behind. Otherwise, she'll just kind of stay in line. And if we're staying 30 feet back for whatever, but she's not going to like stagger farther behind them. You know what? Fable, you should go up. Go up with Tower Off, and you two can, you know, get a good eye on stuff. And she'll purposefully keep those in back. Oh, that feels like didn't want me to be third wheel, but it's fine. All right, for those of you stealthing up ahead, uh, make me stealth checks, please. Hey, roll. There is the D&D Beyond app on the phone now. I heard it communicates with our server well, so I'm going to... I checked it. The new, awesome. Yeah, D&D Beyond has updated its phone app. It's not garbage anymore. Oh, God, it knows I have advantage. Thank you. So let's roll twice, because that first one was horrible. Hey! A 19. 29. There you go. So. Are we all wrong? No, no, just the first three, right? Um, I would uh, do me a favor if those behind would roll as well. Uh, you are making an effort to be to be somewhat stealthy, um, even if you are not up, up front. Um, the 
there's this handy dandy thing in the uh, GM screen, which I occasionally forget about, but there is a like audible distance range in case you did not know it is uh, it is in here. So trying to be quiet is between uh, 10 and 120 feet. Perfect. Interesting. Um, it was a natural one, but because I have advantage, it's now a 15. Okay. You tattoos? I normally roll at disadvantage, but because of a tattoo, I rolled one. That was. These are great Seven. choices. Fuck. <laughs> so, treasure, as you are um, as you are walking down ahead, up ahead, you see that much of this place has been um, has been converted and has been defaced quite thoroughly. Um, the, the tracks of, of mineral and for these mine carts that have been, been brought through were definitely laid post um, the glory of this place that once existed. Uh, wide and giant-sized, the rivets and bolts are... are inartfully smashed into the stone uh, causing uh, splinters in them and and what was once not marble but very fine um, very finely worked titles and and things along those nature have been ruined um, along the outside any statues that that once stood very similar to the ones that you guys had had previously come across have been um, have been smashed. Many of them have been dragged down. Um, you do find a couple of hallways that are sort of piled high with the rubble and debris uh, of this place, and the walls are uh, smeared, painted, graffitied with uh, with blood, with uh, skin of uh, of long dead giants uh, a lot of it is written in uh, the giant language um, that you can as best as you can tell some of it is in uh, some of it is in common um, as well and some of it is in uh, draconic um, but it looks like this place has been, uh, I'm going to imagine, uh, 80s dystopia gang, but like ogres, like they, they moved in and they're like, we're gonna, we're gonna Ninja Turtle graffiti everywhere. Right. Or, Speaking you of know. which, it yeah. is Shadow Run Day. Historically speaking, today is the day that we all become dwarves. It's Goblin Day. Stuff. It's Goblin Day. Oh, this is the Goblinization so Day. It's Goblinization Day. Happy, happy Goblinization Day, everybody. Well, to all um, all of you that uh, were not lucky enough to become dwarves or elves or awaken in the first awakening, now is your chance to become orcs and or trolls. Also, I mean, it's Beltane. I mean, those, those feel like the right things to fall on the same day. I'm getting Firefly Reavers vibes from these walls. Yeah, I had that too. 
Not uh, not quite, but they they're definitely cruel. There is a there is a distinct cruelty um, amongst the the ogres, and I will say that the ogres that uh, you encountered were not quite the the barely clothed heathens that um, are are commonly associated with. Uh, they but what they wore was definitely more um, draconic styled leathers, right? And uh, but imagine them being sort of secondhand, maybe a generation out of out of style, right? There is a very distinct sort of dragon style that that you you sort of have picked up on, especially here in in Western Lickdrakt. It, it very much sort of sweeps in, uh, mimics a lot of draconic wings. Um, the sort of the the teeth have a very distinct nature to them. So rather than the primal savage that most ogres are. Uh, you imagine they are, uh, I guess, yeah, maybe, maybe Reaver, maybe, um, yeah, it is very kind of 80s, I will, I will sort of fall back on. The Uh, Wheelers uh, from Return to Oz. Oh, uh, I mean, it's better than the Lost Boys from, um, Han. The Lost Boys? Or, oh, oh uh, okay. Well, Rufio. Rufio is always a fashion statement. Who doesn't? Rufio! Yeah. Oh, can't just not. No. Just nobody say, I am a leaf on the wind. Uh-huh. All of you, shut up, shut up, shut up, shut up. That's where Ciroc went. Oh, God. The channel, the channel goes quiet. Oh, my God. You know what? It's a good thing we don't have a healer tonight, because this is the night we all just die of sorrow. Oh wait, Thousand's here. We do. Oh wait. <laughs> what was the last time I healed anybody? <laughs> yeah, yeah, <laughs> fucking yeah. Treasure, as you're walking, so you do. Orcs. You do ogres. Uh, you do see uh, some of the phrases uh, you see are. Um, are uh, don't lose your head um, and sort of a big splash of of uh, sort of the don't wash me uh, but don't lose your head in uh, giant blood about the height of a giant's giant's head um, another one is uh, sort of a, a um, crude drawing of a uh, of a succubus riding an ogre's um, a giant uh, club as he bludgeons in uh, a fire giant. Um, one of the the smaller scribblings is uh, is this graffiti sort of conversation of of uh, who took my dwarf skull? You never deserved it. Give it back. I know it was you. Um, she is walking past essentially the equivalent of a giant ogre bathroom stall. Yeah, yeah. And they have, and they, they, they have treated this place such. Um. Yes. So, uh, some of the, some of the draconic ones are, I, I would say, perhaps slightly, um more 
maybe not poetic, but um, there's one that sort of stands out. It says, the fangs of Bamor killed two ogres here. And the, 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 the ogre bones do pile there. You can hear the sounds of the mines growing louder. And um, you sort of cross through the hall and down uh, through another sort of open chamber. There is definitely a chamber here where the um, unused minerals and the um, non-metallic ores, right? Sort of that, that debris, that detritus is piled up in this very large um, giant chamber that, that you've kind of crossed into. So the it wheels past here. The Forge Master takes whatever he needs, melts it, does it, blah, blah, blah. Ash and other um, debris is sort of wheeled back and dumped off to the sides. And they've been doing this for a very long time. You can tell this is one of those massive chambers. As most of these chambers are, they are designed for giants. Um, and so this particular one, you can see that, that it has that. And you follow those noises as they um, continue to uh, lead you down. There is... Um, another hallway coming up that is a little more well-kept and it is uh, smaller. You suspect it was perhaps at one point for Dwarven citizens or Dwarven guests. One of those halls, uh, one side of them has been completely collapsed in, but one that does remain has a very heavy, um, it is not the traditional wooden door. Most of the wooden doors that you have seen in these places. It is a stone door. And it uh, is strapped and bound with steel. Or at the very least iron. And it is very much a, um, a door that does not sit in the door frame. It sits over the top of the door frame. Definitely tells you that it was added after the fact. And seems to be high security, many, many, lock, uh, very heavy sort of lock looking mechanism built into it. Um, you suspect that perhaps this would be a direction that those either dragon creatures or maybe the ogres, um, the slightly smaller residents of, of what is what remains of this place uh, to live there and further ahead. You think you're maybe a chamber or so away from the um, the true sounds of the mine. When um, when Thosin and I pass by the graffiti of the succubus riding the ogres, a very large <clears throat> mace, mm -hmm. she's gonna stop him and say, "Can we can we try that later?" Well, the mace, but I'll try it with a club. Don't you do have a mace though? Don't you have yeah, the other? Last thing I want to think of when using my mace is my mother in that aspect. Okay, we'll find the club then. That's fair. That's fair. Why find one when I have one? We can do that to you. Anyways, if I can blush <laughs> greener, I would. We got That's you why covered. We can't still for shit. <laughs> you just keep hearing banging sounds against his plate metal. Treasure, what would you like to do? It's Friday night. I was invited. 
So, yeah, this is our old Friday vibes, but it hasn't ever been merged with disasters. So I don't know what to do because usually it's Fable making uncomfortable sex jokes and you all go, you're so tiny and innocent. What did you do? And I'm like, circus, the fuck? Uh, so I feel behind. But again, can we just agree? A club is uncircumcised. A mace is because of the sh- what's missing. I had to fucking say it. Those of you that have never watched Random Encounter Productions on Friday nights, um, it's this. It's this. It's this. No matter what the show is, it's this. So, uh, back back to treasure. <laughs> um, now that we got that out of our systems, um, we... <laughs> she's looking around to see if there's somebody that looks to be in charge. If not she is going to head as if, like, with all the confidence of this is a woman who's in charge, like, imitating her mom mm-hmm. on the way to a business deal towards the door to find somebody who's in charge. Okay. So that door is, is locked. You don't see anybody that is immediately in front of it. You can work on opening it, or you can continue down the hallway. I'm not quite sure which one you are doing. Well, looking for somebody that's in charge, probably down the hallway. Okay, great. So as you continue down the hallway, you do continue to hear the noises. Um, if anybody else is stopping at the door, raise your hand. Okay. I'm just going to stop at it for a second just to mark it on the quick little map I'm making to great. come back later. Okay. Marked and uh, noted and moved past. Thosen? Yeah, I'm stopping at the door just observing it. Um, this isn't like metal, right? It's it's stone that has been um, uh, reinforced with metal. But it's been like, does it look like it's been rolled over the existing doorway? Like, because you yes. said bigger than the than the door that's there. Yes, it does. It does look like it has been. Um, it completely encompasses. The, the door jam. Got it. I thought I had like something with like checking on metal, but I'm wrong. So. Okay. Can't commune with metal. No, but I, I, what is it? Uh, observe the beautiful craftsmanship or is it clunky as hell? This is one of the finer things that is that is made purely for function. There is um, there is perhaps some art in it, in its design and functionality, but it is by no means a um, decorative piece. And it's open or closed? It I'm is sorry, closed. It is closed. Okay, looking at the hinges and everything, do I see that if we move it, it'll potentially creak, or has it been? used recently has it just been sitting for a while do you know what i mean it it does look like it is a functional door it does look like it sees um relatively frequent use a little tough to judge uh, but whether it would creak or not you're not sure it's very heavy and while the hinges that are on it are uh definitely strong hinges and they do look like they are maintained, like they're not rusted by any means. Just by sheer weight, there may be a metal-on-metal uh, metal grinding noise that um, that is involved. All right. 
then outside of the rest very quietly. Um, I'm not sure how loud or how softly we can open this, so we can try to sneak in, but just know that the element of surprise might not be an option depending on the door. Treasure, as you round uh, the next doorway into into a larger into a large chamber, this one is in in some ways very much like the um, the chamber where you all fought the cloaker. I'm not sure if you were in specific were on that adventure, but it looks like they had a room that was once just a normal fire giant room and they have begun sort of strip mining down into it and have been uh, the the far side looks like the walls have crumbled in and these mines have probably collapsed more than once been redug and reopened it is large and you are at the top, and as you look down, a couple of hundred feet, easily, you can see um, the shadows of the fire giant's flames casting out of the tunnel. You can see um, one of the far ridges, a uh, a couple of draconic uh, dragonkin overlords that are that are watching you can hear the rattle of the chains the five ogres for each mining fire giant the other you know there to be five more fire giants down there um yeah five five fire giants left six total of this generation um most of them have been killed many 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 times over i not many you get it resurrecting them just to kill them again that's the necromancer way. What petty mood. I love it. Um, there is uh, a two other dragonkin that are on your side of the mine. They're, uh, they're not up in the like watchtower up on the far ridge. They're sort of on your side. And you see them walking. They're kind of walking down the very long winding path that leads down into the mine. And you, you suspect, maybe, because this is where the mine track comes up, right? That they were, at least one of them, was perhaps the one you had heard earlier uh, discussing the armor um, with, your, with your friend, um, Galadine. Okay, I'm going to make no effort to hide. In fact, I'm going to trust that, like in the past, Talroth is probably right behind me, mm -hmm. somewhere in the shadow. I cast a big one. Mm -hmm. <laughs> and she is going to lean over and just kind of like that little ladylike wave. Okay. And um, say in Draconic, excuse me. Make me a. Um... I'll give you a choice. It's it's going to be some form. Let's do a performance check first. Let's do that. Charisma based performance check. Um, With advantage. Thank you, Thosin. <laughs> mm -hmm. That was an 18 plus four. <laughs> nice. Nicely done. 
Um, yeah, you do, you do catch the attention of the nearest uh, nearest people, and they they sort of wheel about and uh, and look up. It is a difficult angle for them to kind of kind of see, right? These um, these sort of stretches and things, and uh, you um, what's your passive perception? Eleven. Okay. You can see their mouths moving, moving as they're sort of talking very quietly to each other. But it is, um, it's impossible for you to really hear what they're saying because of the echoing coming out of the mines and the sounds. And um, they they talk for a brief moment and then the, they'll start to kind of walk back up. And as they do, you hear um, one of them. And you can tell now, these, uh, so Dragonborn, their colors are here in, in Western Lickdrop, are a little more muted than the than true dragon kit, right? Dragons that are green are verdant green, right? Blue dragons are, are, are the azure blue of a sky. You know, red, the fires. These are a little... And metallics definitely have, like, the, the shimmer and shine and and uh, of a true, like, pure metal to them. These dragonkin, in their... Whether they're dragonborn or half-dragons, it's still a little difficult to tell. Um, are... Blended. You did. Uh, you can tell that they are. They have um, red scales. It's a little more of a muted red, and at first it looks like there is um, perhaps a a uh, shine or or like a. Um, shimmer to it but as they begin to to make their way up you can actually make out that they there is a distinct pattern to it sort of these um in their scales these diamond like um bronze features that that color the red and and at a distance sort of make it look like a muddy Maroon, um, rather than a pure, pure red. Uh, it is, it is similar um, to to like the uh, red overtones and and the bronze undercolorings of like uh, certain colorful snakes. You know how the, how their scales have to sort of take on different coloring aspects. So so they these are these are definitely sort of multicolored, but um, both fire. Should be should be noted. Uh, both both the the metallic whatever whatever that one is not gold, and the um, and the red, and they yeah. they begin to make their way. Up. Go ahead, Talroth. Brass dragon. Brass. Yes. Oh my God, I heard wrath dragon. I went. That's new. Is that in Tasha's? Like brass. Yes. Brass, bronze, and copper are ones I always get confused. I only know bronze is that's what that's what Eric's old character was, correct? 
Oh, Rothgar. Got it. So, um, they begin to make their way up, and they call up in Draconic. Who are you? What are you doing here? And Treasure puts on in her best kind of impersonation, like her mom, mm-hmm. even adds in a little bit of that Jalen like accent. Mm-hmm. Dala Ruby Scale, I was sent by the Nice Crafter family. They have business here. And I hear that you are constructing things. I saw your lovely workshop on my way down. I would love to have words with whomever's in charge and see if we can make business. They'll stop and, and you see them sort of trade a few other a few other words in there. There um make me a persuasion check, please. That is going to be a seventeen plus seven. 17 She's actually pretty 7. good at persuasion. Yes, she is. She is very good at persuasion. Um they seem confused. Uh, not, they, they don't seem, uh, offended or, or hostile yet, but they're definitely like, I don't, we don't have, we don't have the authority to make such deals, but, but they're coming to meet you and they're, all right, stay where you are, join you shortly. And she puts up her hands to show that she's, you know, clearly not a threat, but, mm-hmm. you know, just slight little jut of the chest and butt like she's seen her mom do during deals like this. Of course. Of course. Um, you do see one of them um, on the way up does does stop. And um, as you have seen other people do, and coming from a family of mages, you do recognize the um, message spell, and and seems to have directed that to the uh, the other dragon kin overseers across across the way, um, which you are in you are in full view of. And as they uh, as they receive the message, they do sort of look a little shocked and turn their turn their attention up towards you. Um, and the, and they'll notice. Um, and so the two begin to make their way up and over to you. The rest of you, uh, at the current moment, you guys have a, a decent hiding place because you're up on that top level. You can recede back and block the line of sight from those dragonborn, those dragonkin. As they make their way onto that top level, though, I will need another uh, stealth check to see if you can find places to hide. If you have to go back into the hallway, you're going to be about 80 feet from from where Treasure and, and the other two are going to be. In reading order, please. That's gonna be. Yes, I know. I get to roll twice. Oh God. Let's take the first one, which is a ten. Okay. Same guy. Dirty 
Do I notice Fable and Thosin by any chance? What's your passive perception? 11? 11. Yeah, you notice them. So I'm going to call out, oh, don't worry about that. It's my retainers. You two need to get up here right now. Show your hands, please. You're making such a mess of this. We have new... (laughs) Oh, Fable's going to fully take advantage of this. And in the broken draconic that she has been teaching her, try very hard to answer, like, no disrespect, no disrespect. Like, it's clear that she's... And it's going to make her look dumb. She's aware. She wants to. She wants to look, like, incompetent. Which way to the library? Yeah, it's that. It, uh, como se dice help in Draconic? Um, it, uh, it's when you only learn chapter one of the Spanish textbook and then you just... Are, All you can are, say are, is please stand clear of the doors in Draconic. <laughs> yeah, um, it's, no, I, I can just do the rap from Community. Um, like that's all it is nonsense okay so she'll do that may I performance check please yes go ahead thank you as as you guys go though she's gonna message those don't leave me here with Tamroth no that feels unnecessary uh here after she does I'll do something as well okay I'm gonna use some luck Twelve. That was with me using luck. It was eleven, and then it was twelve, so I gave up. Okay. Uh, Tauroth, what are you up to? I am essentially flattening myself into whatever I can hide behind. Yeah, just- I, I apologize. I said Tauroth. I meant Thosin. But Tauroth, for Tauroth and for Saride, they're up here. There are some piles of... Um, uh, minerals and sort of the the metal and and the things that have been mined out, the rocks and stuff that have either spilled and nobody bothered to clean it up. They sort of shove things off to the side. It is kind of a haphazard workspace, so there is enough um, obstruction in in that distance for you to kind of get a good place to duck behind and you know sort of crouch down. And you guys don't have to be at the same place. You can be for whatever comedic reason Meg has. Um, And it will obscure you as they come up the pathway. If they stand like five feet behind treasure, you'll be in full view. But up up until where treasure is, you guys have a good uh, obstruction. in in that area and that would put you i'm gonna say maybe like 20 feet away from treasure so that you're you're far closer um those oh talroth was there anything else that you wanted to to do um aside from just for the glamour and armor just kind of having it turn into like a shade that matches the rocks okay making sure my mask is up because dust and all that I know it's not going to affect anything, but just for the cosmetic of, no, Absolutely. just make sure I'm hidden. And also having the ever-smoking bottle ready. Okay. All right. Sounds good. Um, Thosin, you were going to do something before they they reacted to treasure. Yeah, I assumed that I was, like, traveling with Saride. Yeah, so you guys right were, were another, like, 30 feet back, so you had a, a moment. Go ahead. Mm-hmm. Um, whenever I got called out real quick, I'm going to kiss her in the cheek and I'm going to cast warding bond. Um, and then I'm going to 
walk out very proper and high, not say a word, and kind of like slowly walk next to Treasure and kind of put my hands behind my back, almost very bodyguard-like that I am muscle, but I do not talk. Okay. Whereas I am idiot and I try to talk. It's a good pairing for Laurel and Hardy. We're Penn and Teller. A classic. Uh, so, Fable, your performance check was 11? 12 at the end. A 12. 12 at the end. Okay. Well, let's see how these particular... How insightful they are. Not terribly. It's good to know. Um, they'll, they'll sort of stop for a moment, and, uh, the one that is, as you're getting a closer look at it, there's one that is clearly more half-dragon. There is one that is clearly more, um, draconic. The others seem to be of the same lineage, but are dragon-born, perhaps, um, although it does... Imagine a dragonborn that was a half dragon. That that's sort of what we're 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 dragonceptioning a bit. Um, the subordinate one sort of sort of nods in acknowledgement and turns back to to the allies and, and casts message very quietly once more. And um, the other begins to approach within about thirty feet. So, say you're from Nightcrafter family, and have come on business, is it? Oh, yes. I'm sure you've heard that their daughter has gotten into some less than scrupulous activity, and they've tracked her all the way here to the drop. But while here, they decided to kill two birds with one stone, as it were. And draconic make of things and even fire giant make of things can be so hard to come by all the way in Jalen. I am going to ask you to roll me a percentile. And what I am judging here is how far news of, uh, of the Nightcrafters' efforts and of... Uh, what was the name of your, uh, of your betrothed? Family, remind uh, me of that. Owen Duskwood, I think you said. Duskwood, yes, yes. Of the the, we know that the the Pale Brotherhood has been employed, and they have been making great efforts the whole way through. Um, so let's see just how far-reaching those uh, efforts have been. I rolled an eighty-six. 86. Alright. Good place to start. Okay. They look at each other and uh, make me a um, make me an insight check. Yes, treasure who are watching, like up close, me and those in, can we also? Uh, do you speak Draconic? 
Never, I, I just realized she was talking about the Draconic and I did not understand enough of it, so never mind. Okay. They've been reading about Treasure in Tiger Beat magazine. She's the Paris Hilton of the fire giant community. Yeah, yeah. But she's being spun as the Patty Hearst, I feel like. Like, she was taken against her will. She looks so cute in a beret. Right, sorry. Thirteen. <laughs> Thirteen. There it is. Okay. You, um... As you're watching them, they they have they do sort of stop and and look at each other, and um, there's definitely a moment of recognition, and they also know that they've been they've been caught in this in this uh, moment, right? And so they sort of pardon us. There's something that requires a bit of clarification, as it were. Were you representing the Nightcrafters or the Duskwoods? The Nightcrafters, actually. Ah. Of course. Then. Perhaps business could be reached, although we have a more immediate order to be fulfilled at this time. You understand how testy certain customer can be. Oh, absolutely. It's not something we haven't encountered a million times before. I completely understand. And she's milking this, hoping to give, like, Talroth, whom they still have not found out, mm-hmm. the chance to, like, sneak in during this milked over-the-top Shuri. I am waiting for a moment where no one's paying attention or they're not looking down the hallway to just... Okay. But it's an I can be an idiot if you need me to. I can I... just draw a lot of attention. I, th- their attention has been very focused, and I'll say in the moments when they are contemplating uh, the the um, Nightcrafter versus Duskwood implications, um, then you, uh, you would would be a a I you would have they would be distracted. I'm going to odds or even myself for a second just to see how ballsy I am today. Go for it. Let's find out. Of course, the dice lands dead center. (laughs) I'm going to chance it. I'm going to just try to sneak around and see if I can just get around and maybe find like another little hidey hole to get into to get a better view of the area. Okay. Yeah. Make a make a stealth check. Twenty-nine. Twenty-nine. Okay. Is the darkness. I am Yeah, they can't they can't. Well, hold on. 
Okay. So yeah, you 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 dart out uh, from your hiding spot, leaving leaving Saride behind, and um, quickly, quietly, and and with a uh, tremendous amount of skill, go rushing over uh, to another another place that you are now effectively behind them by about forty feet. Um, you are slightly closer to to the edge. You can see where um, you have a better view from here. And the other draconic overseers are not um, hiding in in any way. And they have uh, taken a moment. And you can see them performing some form of uh, magic ritual. If you make a... You might be able to identify it at this distance with an arcane check. But other than uh, just knowing it's something magic-like, it's uh, it's a little tough to, to tell. I am not trained in arcana. Would I still make the check? I'm going to... I will set you a higher DC and I'll let you do it, specifically because your brother... Um, it was such a large portion of your life and childhood um, that just perhaps you might recognize it. And ten is is not going to be enough. It's magic. That's what you got. Okay. Um. Yeah, I'll just hang out here for a second. Um, let Treasure keep talking and see what happens next. Okay. So then, what sort of order were you hoping to place? And perhaps more importantly, just how did you make your way into our workshop? Well, it would be easier to show you than to tell you. So, while you tell me about how you got those delicious colored scales, I'll show you exactly how I got in. She's going to try to lead him down the hall, just that little flirtatious tail wiggle whole nine yards to see if she can get closer to where she thinks the other two are hiding. The other two... Oh, your allies. Yes. Um, yeah, make a, make a persuasion check. Let's, uh, let's see how... With advantage for tail baiting? Uh, tail baiting is, is why we're making it a persuasion check. Thank God for that advantage, because one was a natural one, but the other was a natural 19. Okay. With a 7, so... 26. 26. All right. Here we go. I think that would be most agreeable. And he'll he'll um, step forward as uh, I want to say it's the it is perhaps the um, yeah they both step forward. It is the. Uh, the subordinate one, the one that is perhaps less in charge, that seems more like we are definitely doing that before his boss had the chance to be like, I don't know. He's like, yeah, no, let's do it. 
like ah. um so they they gesture for you to um to lead the way so i will lead the way i have no idea where talroth and saride are i'm just going to guess they're within the vicinity that they could potentially leap out and do something about these guys before I get back to the room with a giant. Okay. With with that hope in mind, um, as they do step around, um, Saride, is there anything you are doing? Hold on. Sorry. Okay. Fuck. Um. No. No. Okay. If so, if you um, if you don't, if you don't at least attempt another stealth check, uh, to circle around, so they will see you. Thirteen. All right. Let's see how they are doing. Okay. As um, as they step around, Saride sort of ducked down and very tight uh, begins to circle just around the corner. And uh, while the subordinate's eyes are... Uh, very large and and pupil dilated and and focused on on the wag of the tail. Um, the other one is go is sort of looks and we are going to flip for initiative. Fuck. Hey, while you do that, uh, so that we can be, you know, in a good place, Cody should read the things he was just tagged in in the disasters chat, by the way. I am reading those now. Aww. <laughs> I really appreciate that, guys. Thank you so, so very, very much. Um, the bad guys pull an ace. Oof. Uh, can, is there one small thing that I can do before we start? Uh, depends on what it is. What would you like to do? Since I was just waiting to see what was going to happen, yeah. if I see Treasure turn around and go back into the cave and everyone's following her, could I have started to maybe get a little closer again? Or I will say um, this is all pretty close together. She she starts to turn. They take like two steps forward and and look down the hallway and and that's that's when they see Saride. So this is this is all very okay. very close together. What I am going to say is that um they are hmm so they are on guard but they are slightly surprised. So we're going to call this a surprise round for um For everybody except for Saride and Tauroth. Because Bozen, Fable, and Treasure don't know when 
combat is is going to begin, right? They're focused on performing, although they they're eyeing each other. And the dragonkin, to their to their credit, um, were a little reticent, even with as flirtatious as um, as dragon uh, treasure is, and and. And was very, very well done distracting. They were still like, I don't know, that, that orc dude's real big. We should we should maybe right be a little careful around him. Um so suddenly they're on alert, right? The the Metal Gear Solid exclamation point pops up and and this is the instant that um that they're gonna essentially reach for their weapons, and that is that is their turn, right? Um, so they are on guard now. They will no longer be uh, at disadvantage uh, or automatically have advantage against them. Um, but people getting full turns. Kez goes next. Treasure, you are you are surprised, but you realize it's on. Um, so so that is your turn. Fable similarly begin reaching for your wand or spellcasting implement, whatever that may be. Thosin, uh, you two. Uh, start unslinging your your shield and and mace and saride it is your turn so for the record when she was stealthing because the tattoo that she got Mm -hmm. um on it's like her on her shoulder blade and down her arm it's metal filigree with stone studs Mm -hmm. so that it mirrors some of the work that thosin does so her idea of stealthing was hide behind a rock drop her top of her dress and just stick her arm out so it looked like the metal that they were trying to mine. So she pops up topless um, and casts dissonant whispers on the one that I was invited. Cody Stone, I was invited. Uh, She casts dissonant whispers on the one who saw her first. The the boss that was a little sketchy about it. Mm Mm-hmm. Okay. Dissonant whispers on. Happy Friday night, y'all. Happy Friday. It's Friday. Friday. So it's a wisdom save. Yes. Working on wisdom. I'm just money. Sorry. Wisdom. Thank you so much. I do appreciate it. I was digging up uh, my stat blocks here. Which one are you targeting? The, the boss. boss. The Got it. The boss. Yeah. He rolls a natural 16 with no bonus on wisdom. It's a 16 save, yeah. Is there a half effect? It takes half damage and it doesn't have to move. Okay. Let's get that half damage, please. Um, these are you said green? Um, ten, half to, ten half to five. Okay, ten half to five. No, they're both red copper ones. But I bypass any fire resistance because of elemental adept. Correct. Making sure carry on. I plan a turn that wouldn't matter. And then bonus action, she would like to uh, put her dress back on. Okay, sounds uh, sounds good. The the reclothed Saride lets out a whisper of uh, devastating uh, fear-inducing shudders that uh, 
ripple into the brain of our lead dragon kin, and he is going to take five points of psychic damage. Up next, Tauroth. Alright, so if they already went into the cave, they're, I want to say they're like 60 feet away from me then? They've moved very little. So, um, they just, like, at what distance were they at before? 40? 50? I think you said 40, yeah. I would add, uh, let's put 10 feet on it. They, they take like 5 feet, 10 feet, and then, and then it kicks off. So, let's give it a, let's call it a 50 and, and jump from there. All right, so yeah, I'm gonna have to bonus action dash regardless. Um, okay. Yep. Uh, if this is on, okay. So move bonus action dash. If I can draw one of the swords as I'm running and just drive it right into whichever one looks the biggest. Okay. Yes. So the subordinate actually looks bigger than um than the the leader just in sheer muscle. Um. So go for that. No, I apologize. Uh, the leader is bigger. I had those backwards. My bad. All good. And um, since they didn't see me before, would this be an advantage? Or since they're not surprised, I lose that advantage. I'm going to say they're not surprised. And you've got 60-ish, 50-ish feet of running at them. For, for them to sort of piece together. If you decide you'd rather shoot at them, I'll give you sneak attack on the shot, but it's not an advantage. Not a problem. I'll just get into melee and roll the hit. Okay. That's a 26. 26 is going to hit, yeah. That is 10 damage from the sword. Okay. With the 10 damage, the um, dragon kin, as your blade sort of swings in and and uh, twists along his scales, he's going to rotate with it and perform a, a maneuver that is very similar to one you have performed many times. He's going to reduce the damage of that by 5. So... Um, okay. That is the end of the round. New round. Well, that doesn't work. They get another card. Ah ha ha! Pays for the fact that I wasted my queen just standing there. Okay. Jackson twos, girl. Ah. Anybody below a five? Okay. Sounds good. So I believe we had two aces. You guys so go my ahead. Dex is probably uh, my dex is plus two. I think you're at, yeah exactly. You go. Oh two. I'll go. Fine. Great. Uh, bonus action mantle of flame on myself, please and thank you. Okay. Um and then uh, being a beacon of light, I shall yeet fire at them. Okay. Ignoring their fire resistance, which is just psychological damage, I think, and fun. Sure. Um, I think that's I think that's twisted to be like, aha, you. Yeah, it burns, doesn't it, bitch? So I'm going to cast a um how many are there, you said? Two. In this in this area? Great. Mm-hmm. I'm going to cast um a second level chromatic orb. Okay. At um 
one of them. Okay. Let's go. Oh, God. Okay. Um, that's an 11 to hit. That's going to miss. 11 is going to miss. Uh, yeah, you, you gather oh, up wait. the arc. Yes, that's going to miss. Gather up the arcane energies, hurl it out at them, and goes just wide. And shit. Um, yeah, because my damage gains, not my not my attack roll. Um, I was going to say, wait, hold on. Um, so that's fine. I just have made a big mess, wasted a big spell, and now I'd go, oh, good. And uh, I would like to... Um, they... Are they in five feet of me? Are they are they in melee range with me or no? Uh, they they they, on... they couldn't. You would have been a disadvantage if you made a range attack Good. with and them. That's, I just wanted to make sure that I did that right because I would like to get the fuck out of the way. Um, okay. I'd like to if my team is over here. I'd like to go around the other way if I can, at all, um, to not be next to them if I explode later. Okay. Yeah. When I in- inevitably explode later. Okay. Sounds good. And I'll be right back. All right. Those in. How far are they from me? Ten feet. Ten feet. Got it. Um, I am going to um, run up to the nearest one. Okay. And I am going to... Oh, God, that's not smart. No, kidding. Not run up to the nearest one. I'm just going to, like, clap my... Fist against the shield and cast Toll the Dead. Okay. You're targeting the leader, um, I'm assuming? Sure. It's up Let's to you. With him. Yeah? Yeah? Okay. He's okay. already been damaged, yeah. Even better. Yeah, so Wisdom Saving Throw, DC 13. He fails. Eight. Uh, uh, yeah, it is necrotic. Yeah, eight necrotic damage. Okay. The shield lets out this ringing um, noise. My... It pierces into his skull. He grabs at his not ears and um, suffers. Sorry, not sorry. Uh, and then for my movement, I am I, I want to always be the f- between everyone and them. So if, if I can get between Fable and them. That would be great. I know that treasure can hold her own. Okay. So if it's between Fable getting hit and me having to impose, I would like to move there. Okay. So you you close distance and or you don't close distance. You just shift around to uh, stand between them and Fable. Got it. Yep. And I'll have the shield up, but for flare. Sounds good. Saride. Magic missile. Okay. Question, how many charges did your wand recharge at the start of the day? I didn't roll. Fuck. Well, now we can roll now. That is. Never mind. I'm going to do something else. I'll figure that out for next turn. Um. I don't have 
any combat spells because I'm the goddamn healer. I just want to say that. So if y'all fuckers can start getting stabbed or something, then I'll be useful. Uh. I'm gonna cast fear on the boss. Okay. Casting fear on the leader. And that is a wisdom saving throw? Yes, DC 16. Uh, that is a 9, so he fails. So he's not afraid of me. He's afraid of the phantasmal force I've created. Okay. Um, he has to drop whatever he's holding and become frightened for the next minute or until I drop it. While okay. he's frightened, he has to take the dash action and move away from... I'm putting the, the thing mm -hmm. right in front of me. Mm -hmm. So um, he's going to have to run into... Or, or but else, um, he has to use dash action unless there's nowhere to move. What? Eh? And he can make a wisdom save at the end of his turn. Okay. Sounds good. Oh no! If it ends its turn in a location where it can't see me, that then it can save. Then it can save. So it has to be out of line of sight of you. Okay. That. Now I'm going to look at my missile wand. It's 1d6 plus 1. It's how many recharges. Alright, Tauroth. Okay, uh, for the guy that was feared, if he takes damage, does he get the save again, or... I'm double-checking. Um... Well, it has to be out of line of sight of of Saride. Or her... I'm going to say Saride because the Phantasmal Force is immediately in front of her. Yeah. And for positioning, where's Treasure? So, Treasure had started moving essentially towards Saride. She is about 10 feet from the, the bad guys. Um, let's say... Treasure and Saride are essentially south. The bad guys are center. Uh, that would put Thosin and Fable to the west. You are on the east side of them. And nobody else within five feet to threaten them. Nobody has uh, closed ranks at this time. All right. Uh, yeah, let's draw the other sword and just take two swings. Okay. Sounds good. Yeah, just try to make one go high, one go low. Just see if I can keep them off balance. Okay, one for each of them. Sounds good. Leader first. That's a 15. 15 does hit just barely. That's his armor class. All right, so he's going to take 11. Okay. 11 points of damage for him. 
and a 19 for the other guy. Uh, uh, just kind of whipping the short sword around and swinging it across to him. Yeah, 19 does hit. Go ahead and roll damage on that. That is going to be a six. Okay. Six on that. There we go. Anything else? Tauroth. That's all I can do. Okay. That everything. The Tauroth turn over. It is the Dragonkins. Our leader, Dragonkin, who is feared, is going to uh, turn and begin to take the dash action um, directly north. He is going to essentially um, drop down off of the edge to to get out of the way. Um, Tauroth, you can use your reaction if you choose to make a attack of opportunity. 22. 22 does hit. Seven damage. Okay. Seven damage done. And he's going to acrobatics check off of the edge there. Natural 20 uh, plus a pretty high number. Uh, so he is going to land. Uh, well, so softly you guys don't know what happened because he is out of line of sight. Um, but he does sort of leap off of that edge and at the end of his turn a natural 19 is going to save on the fear but you do know that those levels are pretty far so he he's not going to be able to easily return um back up this way just so you know uh with him out of the way the other dragonkin is going to step back and spin around uh, Tauroth and is going to you're in melee with him they're 10 feet away he's gonna um, his scales turn the deeper shade of red as the bronze begins to seek down into them and then as the fire glows from the chest within he is going to uh, puff up and release out this uh, 15 foot cone of fire I need Saride Tauroth and Treasure to make dexterity saving throws Uh, it's actually a 23 because of warding bond. Okay. 16 for me. 16 for me as well. 16 is the DC. You guys just barely save, so that'll be nothing on Tauroth, but for the other two, you are going to take half damage, and that is going to be let's see. 10, 20, 33, 34, 17 points of fire damage. To who? Saride and treasure. I take, I take half. So I have nine. Nine 
to um, treasure. And I'm resistant because of warding bond. So nine to Saride. But then doesn't that mean... Oh, because you take the other nine. Yep. Correct. I take the other nine, which I'm going to do a concentration on Eagle Splendor. Or, yeah. Okay. I rolled a ten for concentration. That's enough. Concentration is maintained. So, that is... He makes the... Um, the fire breath. And... He is going to uh, follow his friend, actually. He's going to take off, run run back off that edge of that cliff. Taroth has already made his attack of opportunity. Nobody else within 10 feet. So he makes his, uh, his jumping, falling check. Ooh, natural 19. These guys are Cirque du Soleil levels of, of dragonkin. Yeah, nicely done. They have nothing else to do. They just practice free parkour free running down this this mountain every day. Listen, at a certain point, you're gonna be on company time, you know, you fuck around on the boss's dime. Sure. So you just Okay. The, after the bad guys uh is I'm opening that up. Treasure. Uh, treasure. Well, she was going to attack him, but now he is clearly not here. Like, dotted outline of where Dragonkin was. <laughs> She's half wondering how much she can continue to milk this, but after a second thought, she realizes she can't. So she ends up looking at Tauroth, kind of canting her head, like, let's go. She looks at everybody else like, okay, I guess this is how we're doing it. And goes to slide down. Okay. To get down there as best as she can. Okay. Uh, make an acrobatics check as you come jumping off of the edge. Not great, but not terrible. 16. Okay. Um, it is a 30-foot drop. I will let you take half damage as you acrobatics successfully uh, down there, that is going to be nine reduced to five. Five points of all damage. By the way, I imagine by now the draconic facade is gone. I mean, it's a. Uh, I don't know how that spell or concentration works. So you you can drop yeah. it if you want. Sure, that's fine. Uh, so you land on your feet, you jump down, you are, uh, I'm going to say, another, well, hold on. The one that uh, used the fire breath, you're within five feet of him. Because um, he didn't have, you both are just sort of stretching the edge of your movement speed to jump down there. <clears throat> the leader had to dash. So he had more more movement speed and got just further away. So, um, Treasure, you can make some attack rolls against him if you would like to. I would. I've got two attacks currently still, right? I believe so. Let's do it. Uh, 
Uh, one is an 18, and that's the least one. The other's a 21. 21. Okay. Uh, what was the least one? 18. Barely hits. Go for it. Okie doke. First hit for max damage is going to be, let's see, 12 plus 5, 17. All right. And second hit is going to be 12. Okay. Sounds good. Uh, He is bloodied as you come leaping down. Great sword. Swinging off of your back, berserk style, two big chops, and uh, the blood begins to slowly pour from beneath his uh, armor. With that, we're going to take a break, and we'll be back to finish after uh, after this short moment. So please uh, stick around. We're gonna. I'm gonna run a uh, a one minute commercial, and then we're gonna be back with some more stuff in just a moment. So until then, stay tuned. Back, everyone. We are Random Encounter Productions. I'm Cody Stone. With me tonight, we have... Hey, Glenn, playing Fable Frost, the Ace Tenasi Phoenix Cell Sorcerer. Megan, playing Sword Landir, the Eladrin Glamour Bard. Oz playing Tal Roth Oakland, played the Wood of Scott, remembered his order now. <laughs> Carlos playing Thosin Fahrenheit, the Half-Orc Tiefling Forge Cleric. And Kez playing Treasure Knight Crafter, the Tiefling Fighter. All right, guys, we are mid-combat with a couple of dragonkin, uh, half-dragon, dragonborn, uh, all the dragon, dragonception. Let's flip for initiative. Let's do it. All right, bad guys are on a seven, so looks like it's a pretty even split there, I think. Tyroth came up with the highest card. That is usually what happens. Let me see what the official mark is. Queen Tauroth, you are up first. What would you like to do? Well, to be fair, the last few weeks I haven't been. That's doing true. That initiative. Uh, I mean, you're the, it did it did mess with your average, but overall, you are a very quick, very quick uh, little elf. You are little elf. What am I saying? Yeah, I'm only like five eight. Yeah, yeah. Oh, he's so small. Well, uh, okay. Seeing a treasure, book it over the edge. All right, just uh, flip the swords into reverse, beeline it for the edge, and my goal is to dive over that edge and land on top of one of them. Okay, on top of one of the dragonborn. All right, make the acrobatics check. That's the 13. Ooh, that's not enough. Uh, so you are going to take damage as well as them. Um, hold on. Give them a reflex save, see if they... Nah. So you, he, you're just going to come crashing down on top of them. That's 3d6 of fall damage to, uh, to both of you. Uh, that is 13 points of damage to each of you with the closer one he is 
It's not looking great. Um, and you're both knocked prone. Because you did come jumping down on top of him. I believe you should still have some movement left to... to but not enough to stand up. Or is it... Well, how does that work? Half your remaining movement to stand up? Or is it just half your movement total? I still have a bonus action to dash. Perfect. Yeah, to good. Get you up. stand up. There you go. Nicely done. I'll look that up. That's that's my uh, DM um, rules lawyer brain kicking in and being like, what? How? What is the wording on that? So, go ahead. I'm imagining because it's a bonus action. You're doing that whole like kick your hands behind your head and flipping forward. The kip up. Yeah. Oh yeah. No, that's that's exactly Chat. where I was going. Chat says half movement total. By the way, half movement total. So would it, so if you don't have 15 feet left, you can't stand up technically. But you're fine. Go. Thank yeah, you, yeah. chat. The way I was, the way I was imagining it, just diving off, like the hilt of the sword ahead of me, just kind of crash that into him, roll off, kip up. As I'm kipping up, jab the sword into him. Since I'm not prone, but he is. That's right. You roll with advantage. Let's do it. Both dice were about to land on 20s, and no, but a 25 anyway. The 25 will hit. Not the critical, but all the sneak attack damage. Let's hear it. So six damage from the sword, and 17 from the sneak attack. All right, nice. Well, sneak attack by that's itself was a one. That's yeah, 23 total. 23 total, more than enough. 17 was the hit point he had left out uh, as you kip up the saber coming down into the chest of this uh, dragon kin. Um, that is it for Talroth, I believe. Unless I could just quickly glance at the other guy. You're next. <laughs> and you do. Okay. Up next, we have Treasure. Well, the other guy is indeed next, because now all she got to do is move up in that range and do something about it. All right, let's do it. I'll take my two attacks. Uh, I'm pretty sure the 17 plus 8 hits does a total 19 hit. It does. Both of those do, yes. Okay. The first one is a 16. 16 points of damage. He is going the second to... One. Go ahead. He's going to uncanny dodge the 16. And the second one. Okay, the other one's also a 16. All so. right, so 24 total. Um, <clears throat> yeah. So as the first strike comes in, he dodges to the side, deflecting as much of it as he can. The second blow is just too quick. He takes the full brunt of that damage with um, with no reaction available to him. Anything else treasure? One second, just making sure I do not have my... No, I, I already used my action surge last game. Just making sure. And you guys have not short rested. Bingo. Okay. Double checking. I thought you short rested when the when you were with the giant. I thought you guys did. Did you not? I think you did. No, we did. Did we? We did. Oh. We did. 
Okay. So then, yes, I, I will. I will use my action surge now, and let's uh, let's continue to wail on him. Okay. Let's do it. Ooh. I don't think either of those hit. A 10 and an 11. Neither of those do. Yeah. Treasure goes to, to wield the blade back and begin to, to kind of swing it. But having taken the full brunt of that 16-point that damage, the uh, Dragonborn is going to, to wrap his arm around the great sword and just sort of move and swing with it. So through those two attacks, you just sort of wrestle it out of his, his grasp before you can really make another attack with it. Try to, like, bash him in the face. He dodges. You do the um, the old-school 80s roll-around fight. Something like that. All right, who's up next? After, go ahead. It's me. That's okay. I was double checking. Okay. Um, good. Um, you said Talroth went down. Yes, Talroth is out. Great. I'm going to try to hit the other one. Okay. With um, you move up to the edge, or are you jumping off of the edge of the into the strip mine as well? I should be able to reach him with 120 foot uh, distance, right? Yeah, but you have to get you have to walk over to the edge to get line of sight. Yeah, I'll walk over and get line of sight. Yeah, you and, don't have um, to jump off to, to shoot yeah, at yeah, him. Yeah, no, I just wanted to make sure that I was, because that doesn't feel like a good idea. Um, I mean, worked out for Tal I cast Meteor. I am the Meteor. That's... I just, um, All right, I would like to, uh, oh my God, yes. Um, I am going to uh, cast Firebolt Cantrip, please. Okay. Um. Boom. Hell yes, I do. It's an 18 to hit. Does hit. Good. Amazing. And that is awesome. Um, so that's 19, 20, 21, 22. Uh, 22, 22, 22. Hold on. Features. Okay, I didn't have a one or anything. So yes, 22 points of damage for okay. him. And I am going to use my bracers of that, um, my bracers to bonus action cast it again. Okay, go for it. Mm. How's he looking, by the way? Bad. I'm going to use luck and try it again. Okay. Because that was not pretty. That's better, a 17. 17 does hit. I'm assuming it had a better chance than a natural one. Yes. And that is nine points of fire damage. More than enough with the second attack, bypassing the fire resistance of these uh, fire near kin, dragon kin. It singes into him, and he's sort of startled by the pain of of the heat and the flame that, that... he has an experience in in probably forever, and uh, and tumbles back over the edge once more. Um, you guys have defeated these two dragonkin. However, you have done so within clear line of sight of the far dragonkin, who are uh, the dragon overseers, and they had begun casting some form of magical ritual. 
How would you guys like to proceed? Do you want to continue in initiative as you attempt to reach them and or disrupt them in the process? Or are you simply going to approach narratively and, and allow them to finish their ritual? How far? So, 200 feet down, 500 feet across. Pythagorean's theorem, thank you, internet, is going to give us that. I like that it was thank you, internet, not thank you, math class. Uh, I mean, at least I know which one to, okay. to do. Okay. Don't um, give the middle school teachers the satisfaction. I've used it before. Uh, so you guys are about 540 feet from the overseers. What is the farthest range ability each of you has? I have, let's let's um, check that first before well, I start. I, before we go of uh, four or five rounds of I run, I dash, I run, I dash and run. I run. Dash. How long them get there first? <laughs> one, yeah, uh, one fifty is mine. One fifty is yours. Yeah. I have dimension door. You I have dimension door. Okay. Um, and then. With my face stuff, I can send someone else. I can in spring. I can face step them. Okay. Nice. How far can you face step somebody? I think it's just normal, like thirty. Okay, but you could take somebody five hundred feet, and then send them and further. Then send them. Um, I have a question: Would dispel magic stop the ritual or not? Nah? Um. Because it's a magical effect. Could. Yes, it. Um, it's a little bit of a gray area, but because they're doing it as a ritual, I would allow it. And that's 120. So in theory, I could try. Okay. That, that's what I got. That's it. I got that's a short bow. That's a long range of. 320. Okay. 120 is my furthest. Okay. 150 is fireball, and if I get there early, I can hit them before anyone else is in the way. I have to be an appropriate range for them to catch these hands and this sword. Okay. And dead ass. Okay, so you guys do have you do have some options that you could use to disrupt this ritual um, before it is it is complete. Um, they're not exactly ritual casting something. It is not 10 minutes. And they did begin before uh, the conversation started. So we would be within rounds. You could do so. So let's stay within initiative and, uh, and see what happens, shall we? Speaking of which, after Fable, that gives us... Oh, scrolling up. Can I use the rest of my movement to... Jump down? I, I'll, I'll, I'll wait to see if we're mo magically moving people. Um, otherwise, I'll just hang for a second. Okay, you got about 10 feet left. So, 
Can I jump down then? Yeah, make an acrobatics check. DC 15. Exactly 15. Because I have a plus 5 and I I rolled it. It's in the thing. You can see. I believe you. That Mm -hmm. is 5 points total of fall damage. Already halved for you. Okay. Done. Up next is the bad guys that continue their ritual. Thosin. I'm going to go up to the edge. Okay. Got about 10 feet left. I'm going to wait. Okay. um, Until either Soride gets to me and figure out what she's planning, or if everyone's climbing down, be the last one down. Okay. So, any specific action you're holding in the meantime? Um, yeah, I didn't think about that. Uh, uh, for my action, where are my actions? Uh, for my action, I guess I'm going to prepare to swing if I somehow magically am next to somebody that is an enemy. Okay. You prepare a melee attack just in case. Just ready. All right. Saride. How far is Talroth from me? Uh, 20 feet. Okay. Then I'm going to move up, uh, grab Talroth and Dimension Doras. Okay. Oh, before I do, um, Mantle of Inspiration, everybody gets eight temp hit points. If you want to use your reactions, move 30 feet, you can. And I would, thank you. <laughs> I'm going, then I'm going to grab them. And Dimension Door us. Uh, just a quick question. Talroth or Thosin? Because I had jumped down. I'm sorry. Talroth should be I'm further sorry. from me. Talroth is further from you. You have He's within 30 feet. You need to make the jump. I will do that. Okay. My apologies. I thought I got them except in my head. No, it's totally fine. Um, yeah, uh, Talroth and Daddy. So um, I'm grabbing Talroth and going to... Oh, then I need to jump. Do I need to do fall damage? Acrobatics check, please. Four. All right. Just pass over (laughs) Teacup. That is uh, eight points of fall damage. No, not halved. Eight. But the four does not get halved. Even though she's resistant to all damage? Oh, yes. Thank you for the raid, Indigo Chameleon. Hi. You guys are amazing. Thank you so much. We're working on it. (laughs) They're trying. So it's so he gets four, I get four. Correct. Okay. Okay. Then yeah. Um, and I'm. Then we're forty feet away from the ritual. Yes, you grab Tauroth. You use Dimension Door. Um, you are 40 feet from the ritual. Uh, you are at the level below the ritual. 
uh, you've gone across the entirety of the of the mining ravine, right? Past the tunnel and begun up a couple of steps. They don't have nearly as many that go as high. They do have a few, and mostly to create a lookout like place. So you are one level below. So ten feet across, thirty feet up, forty feet in total. Okay. Um, and I have no more movement anyway. You are out of movement and le- and you've bonus actioned. So. Yeah. So. Um, I'm gonna I'm gonna ask Talroth to hold until until I can fame move you. I'm so, oh God. So. Remember when I had fun plans and I don't actually know what the hell I'm doing, so it just sort of turned to a cluster. I do. So yeah. Anyway, I grabbed him by the scruff of stupid ass neck, moved him, and now we can't do jack. You 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 went 540 feet. You're you. You're the only people who are going to be able to hit them at all before they're... No, you're good. You did good things. Question. Yes. Since she mantle of inspiration, I haven't used my reaction yet. That's correct. You may. Now, uh, I did the Pythagorean math. You are directly 40 feet away. Uh, as as the crow flies. So if you were shooting, it would be 40 feet. Distance-wise, it is 25 across, 30 up for you to, to reach them. So you can you have a speed to start climbing if you would like to. Okay. Let's go for it. Sounds good. Your speed is 40? Uh, 35. 35. It's not, it's not 40 yet. Okay. Um, so yeah, you, you get the 25 across and 10 feet up climbing is at half speed. So you actually go five feet up. Okay. That's it for the round. New round. I was like, who's next? Why am I, why am I waiting? All right. Bad guys are on a king. Um, the bad guys begin, uh, uh, chanting harder and speaking at each other in Draconic very, very quickly. Um, scrolling down. Everybody else have a king. Carlos, they beat you on decks. So, um, but they are going to continue their ritual for now. Okay. So, up first is Thosin. How far down is this? So, every step is 30 feet. Um, and it's, I'm going to say, you guys have done one. You got four more down. I'm going to jump my first one and just attempt to try to land it. All right, 50, DC 15, deck save throw. And, uh, acrobatics check, not deck save, sorry. Four. Four. Uh, the harmon- uh, the convergence between you and Zeride. Uh, 13 points of fall damage. All right. Um, did that use any of my movement? Uh, t- uh, five feet forward to go off the edge. Okay. Um, 
if I'm not prone, I'll move to the next edge. If I am prone, I'll use half my movement to get up and move as close to the edge as I can for the yeah, next step. Yeah, you are prone, so you, you do stand up. Uh, so, you, so 15, you got another... You've used 20 feet of movement. You go 10 feet further. <clears throat> and then I'm going to tell myself, God, this is stupid, and I'm going to use my action to dash and jump off the other ledge. Okay. You, you keep going. Uh, so uh, 10 feet to get 15 feet technically gets you off the edge. Make another de- uh, acrobatics check. 16, 16 for that one. Yeah. Don't fall prone. And you take half damage. That's eight points of uh, fall damage as, as you superhero land on the next uh, on the next stretch. I'm going to land with, like, fist on the ground and just look at my hand and be like, oh, <laughs> and that's it. I hope that looked good because it hurt really bad. Yeah. Hope you like that, baby. I love them. She can't even see it 100 feet away. <laughs> Somehow, like, her spider sends tingles and he just fisted something. And it wasn't me. Uh- <laughs> she knows. <laughs> Alright, up next we have uh, Fable, I believe. Yep, happy happy Friday. This is all very on track for Fridays. This is, you this know, is the fisting senses. Um, so I can't move at all. Um, I mean, I can. I just, I, it far. I am going to just just I heck and move. Hold on, I apologize. Let's backtrack real quick. Mm-hmm. When Mantle of Inspiration was used, who would have been using their reaction to travel? I did. Okay, one, two, thousand, no. Great. For those of you traveling during that time, you are both on the second level, if I understand correctly. Great. 30 feet, I would like Treasure and Fable to make me... Uh, acrobatics checks. Done. I'm gonna use luck again. I think that's your last one, right? No, I have one more after this. I've used two now. I had advantage earlier on stealth things. Yeah, but you used one on your performance, one on your attack roll. You had it. Yeah, you've used two. not sure what you're saying i said i i was scolding myself for using it when i if if i had realized but i said it so i'm doing it um it doesn't matter it was an 11 okay treasure 16 16 so with the save and the fail treasure you are taking five points of fall damage fable you take 10 yes i do okay now, Fable, uh, you had, that was, uh, you use your movement to stand up, and you can get down one more ledge. So you, this will be your third ledge. Yep. Okay. Acrobatics check. Yep. I just gracefully roll my whole body down a level at a time. 
like a comical falling down the stairs bit. <laughs> My good God, this. I'm not using the D&D Beyond roller the rest of the night, okay? It it does, I, at the seven. Okay. I all will right. take, I will live stream my dice rolls all night <laughs> before I fucking, it is mad at me tonight. Okay. Bye, that is, everyone. That is another Listen, t- <laughs> the picture of my new cyberpunk, blue-haired, whatever she is character is in the chit chat, so I guess it's time to kill Fable. Okay. How much uh, that's another 10 points of fall damage. Fuck you, Rock. So that is your third level, I believe. If you dash, you can go down one more level. Yeah, let's fucking just go. <laughs> All right. Yeah, just get me down there. Let's go. <laughs> Yeet. Would it have been? My question is this. Yeah? I'm taking damage every time anyway. Should I have just... <laughs> it, you, you can't get any further, right? The acrobatics checks are really just to uh-huh. see if you fall prone. That's okay. It, it, re- it reduces damage the damage and keeps you. Yeah. Yeah, it, but I could have taken damage once instead of every fucking stair. Okay. You you can't. It's rolling my check. It's a hundred feet across. I know. So it's going to be uh, another ten points of fall damage. Yeah, for my ten. And that was my boulder too. That was my, that was my hail mary die. Oh no! It is, it is. I'm gonna blame my health issues. They're infecting my dice. Cthulhu strikes again. Cthulhu, fuck him. Okay. Uh. Now it is Mars. Okay. Uh. So I'm essentially five feet up. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I'll just movement to get the rest of the way. And I think I'll need to bonus action dash to fully get over the over yep. the top. Yep. So I think you said it was a 30 foot, like a 30 foot climb? Yep. With so, the dash, you're able so to climb can... and get within melee of them. Okay. Um... How many of them are up there? Only two? Two Draconic Overseers. Do they? Okay. They see you as you come over the the edge. Yeah. No, yeah. I mean, I figured that much. Okay. Yeah, let's see if I can just disrupt one of them and... uh, Russian, Russian for a hit. Okay. But try to get myself behind him to put the two of them online. So that if the other tries to fire, I'm kind of being like, I have a shield, sure. so to speak. Gotcha. Let's do it. Yep. I should have rolled the attack first, not the damage first. Okay. 22 to hit. 22 does hit. Absolutely. Go for it. And since I... I misclicked on the damage, it'd be six damage because, of course, me tonight. Okay, six damage on on this dude is... He's going to have to make a concentration check as they continue their ritual. Um, let's see, constitution plus two, barely. Nine plus two is an 11. 
So he does keep concentration, but you do deal the uh, the points of damage there. Um, so, sounds... Go ahead. As I'm attacking him, can I just start, like, yelling annoying things at him? Like, what you doing? What's this spell? Would it hurt? Does this hurt? Just... I'm just trying to distract him at this point. I'm sure. just being obnoxious towards him. Okay. Sounds good. Obnoxious action noted. Uh, so, Ride, I believe you are up next. Treasure? Treasure? Treasure peers over the edge where Fable went tumbling down like a slinky. <laughs> and she's going to go down and try to get Fable, like, essentially get her on a papoose on her, like, Okay, we've had enough of this. So, you need to go down two, two levels. Uh, so let's get two acrobatics checks. That's going to be your dash. First one was a nat 20. Nicely done. Uh, second one was a 16. Okay, that is going to get... Uh, first one is three. Second one is four. Total of seven points of fall damage. Staying upright both times. Uh, you come, you jump down the first one, and you can actually go down a third because you're not, um, you didn't lose any travel distance on for being prone. So, if you'd like to make one more. Is Fable on the second or on the third one? Second. Uh, you, you, she's gone, to- she's gone down four total. Thank You've you. now gone down four total. You can run past her, go down the last one, or you can pick her up. I'm going to pick her up because it seems like a lot. Okay. <laughs> yeah. Bonus action, pick her up because you had dashed to get this far. Okay. After treasure, who's up? So right. So right. How is anyone besides Tauroth within 60 feet of me? No. Um, then from where I am, I'm going to cast Dispel Magic. Fourth okay. level. Fourth level. Okay. You do still need to make an ability check. Um, as you look at those spell that they are that they are casting, it is a variation on the uh, teleportation circle. It is a summoning spell, essentially. Um, it is a level, getting the level for you, um, is a level six, so you need to make an ability check, uh, DC 16. So that's a 20 plus my, what? Uh, charisma modifier. That one for a six. Okay. Any bonus actions? Uh, is ritual seppuku a bonus action or is that a full action? I think it's a ritual. So. Right there in the name. It's in, right the, there in, the, it's name. in the fucking name. My God, I'm the worst spellcaster ever. <laughs> um, 
You are not. I'm going to... <sighs> Start moving and climbing, because that's all I can do. Okay. I mean, do you, you can teleport up there if you want. No, I can't. Spring, I give it to someone else to teleport, but he's already up there. I can't do jack shit, so I'm going to start climbing. And ever, oh, Fuck, this was stupid. I'm sorry, guys. You're doing I'm good. Start no one's upset with you at all. You're, yeah, you haven't made any misplays. You're fine. Yeah, no. All good. So I'll get five feet up the... I'll just do the Ana. Yes. Then oh, in just one leg up on the, on, the, on the wall. That's the graphic. Sounds good. Okay. Uh, new round, correct? Yes. Bad guys are on a six. I believe Tauroth is up first. Okay, so is there any, I mean, even just off of a quick glance, is there anything that seems important there, or is it more just them casting the spell that's giving everything? The ground has been etched in a, a stone-chipped circle. Uh, you could try to break it, but you're, you're going to be stabbing stone. Um, and so continuing to disrupt them and their chanting is probably, you believe, the best way to um, stop the ritual. All right. Um, actually, just for my own curiosity, um, how big is their? How big are their mouths? Like, is it big enough to put a just shove a bottle inside? Um, probably yes. It is. It is about. It would be. Um, yes. This. Thank you. Yes. Uh, circle is fifth. It is a variation. So I made it six. Um. It would be, but they're not like. If they were yelling, easy. But they're just talking, you know. You could maybe try to shove a hand in there. I'll hold that other idea that I had for a moment. Okay. Um, yeah, let me see if I can. Uh... Yeah, you know what? Let's circumcise the dragon kid. Bonus action to pop the Zephyr Strike. So pretty much as I'm just being obnoxious, just yelling at him, letting the winds kind of kick up, see if it just kind of disrupts him a little bit, and then just kind of whip the sword around in reverse grip and just slash it right like right across his hips. Okay. And I'm also going to just pop the effect at the same time to get the advantage and the extra D8 force damage. Let's do it. So 22 to hit. Absolutely. Roll all those dice. And I'm also going to tag this guy with favorite enemy for that extra D4. So give me a second. Okay.
38 damage total. Eight of it is force. Oof. That is rough. Um, doing some quick math, I think. Okay, so he is still up. 38 means he has to roll a 19 or better 19. on his concentration check. Uh, he only has, I think, a plus two. Yep, plus two. So, here we go. Natural four. Half the ritual loses concentration. Uh, absolutely, the blade comes carving into his hip. His jowl, his, uh, I want to say beak, not beak, whatever that is, snout turns skyward, and this guttural lizard-like hiss and it turns into a, a squelching scream of pain as he, he crumples to the side, the magic beginning to dissipate from his fingers, his partner eyes wide, the, the draconic slits sort of reach out and, and grasp onto the ethereal tendrils as best they can. Um, I believe that's everything for you, Talroth, correct? Yep, just essentially circling around him, mm -hmm. just at least whipping up that wind for the Zephyr Strike, and yeah. Okay. Up next, we have Saride, uh, and the bad guys. Bad guys beat you on decks. Um, one of them continues the ritual. He is going to make an Arcana check to try to do alone what was taking two of them. Uh, 18 plus... 18 plus is going to make it. Uh, the other one is going to... At Talroth. Is going to... Um, manifest a uh, spiritual spear. And... Uh, try to bash I looked at Megan immediately. I was like, does it charge the elementals? <laughs> Um, How windy is it in this particular cave? Yeah. Only windy because of Tauroth. <laughs> Are we sure? Are we positive? <laughs> uh, Mostly character happens. Yep. So that's the the arcane spear uh, misses, and he is going to follow up with a um, with a firebolt at you. Because you are circling his friend. Uh, natural 17 plus 8 for a 25 is going to hit. That is 2d10. Dang, that one. Ah! I dropped it. It's bad. Okay. Um, that is 14 points of fire damage. Yeah, I'm on Kenny Dodge that one. Okay. The stream of flame comes bursting at you. You twist just a little bit as the fire sends sparks shattering up over the edge. Um, they come falling helplessly towards Saride. It is your turn. Um, rest of my movement, so 30 to get... I know I can't get over, mm -hmm. but I'll 
peek over and yep. uh, cast Dispel Magic again on that guy. Okay. Herbal you, level. you are going to have advantage because it's a two-person casting spell. He's doing it with, with one person. So... That was a facial journey. It was. 18? Oh, shit. 18 oh, shit. is enough. Yeah. <laughs> just saw the roll and down channel. Holy crap. Nicely done. Yes. So with an 18, you, as the wind is whipping up around this draconic creature, you let out this, what starts as a very melodic note up from your voice as you are just chin peeking over and it reaches <laughs> yes it, it reaches song. I, I thought you were doing into the unknown for a moment because you had made a, a, a frozen <laughs> reference <laughs> no I know what my range is the note hits a, a opera singer piercing glass almost sort sort of bit and he he lets it go the magic seeps out of it and like shattered glass the arcane energy scatters across the stones um the magic broken he looks at you wide-eyed angry and with a little bit of fear i believe any bonus action survived uh, bonus action, um, Mantle of Inspiration, um, to Tauroth, so ATEP hit points. Okay. ATEP to Tauroth, ATEP. And I had used my reaction to move, or to Uncanny Dodge, so I am stuck in place. There it is. Fable, those in. I'll go first. I'm gonna just, how far am I now? Done for. You got one more down, then a long run across. Before I'm in range. Oh, I'm. Because I'm how far away now? You you are now eighty feet of the five hundred and forty. So, back to my Pythagorean. Come here. You have gone down eighty. So. Oh my. Uh, let's do that. And let's do that. You're about 400 feet away. Then, yeah, just in case, I'm just going to keep moving. Okay. So, you, uh, one more acrobatics check? Yeah, different die, completely different die. Just. 11. That's what I rolled. Or actually 13. 13 points of damage. I keep rolling so high on your roll damage. I am so sorry. Listen, is it not enough that I'm already dying in real life, Cody? <laughs> I know you like the, the escapism to have an edge of something to it, but you know, it's starting to feel, what's the word? Personal. I love you. It's okay. I love you okay. too. I know. I'm good. I'm, I'm genuinely fine. I I'm know. not mad at all. I know. Um, I'm not mad at all, actually. I'm okay. I I'm taking more damage currently from the ground than anyone is taking from real fucking enemies. It's Fable's favorite enemy, the floor. 
somewhere when he is in heaven just going i know darling i know <laughs> And, and gravity, gravity, right? um, how much limit did you take? Gravity gets a bitch. It was 13. Oh my god! She is... If anyone can see her, her mantle of flame is just violently red. Like, it's just blood fire. It is... It is... And she's... Trying so hard, and at the same time, is like... She's got that woozy, woozy voice of like... Oh, the tightrope walkers would be so disappointed in me. They they tried so hard to teach me. I need a rope. I need. That's why it's not a rope, and that's the problem. She's just like trying to figure out why she's struggling so hard with her second highest skill. My performance is a six. My acrobatics is a five. Fuck everything. April is the worst month. The only good thing that happens is it's Cody's birthday month. Treasure looks down as Fable just flopped out of her arms and went slinky all over again. Like a dead fish. <laughs> okay. Uh, well, that's your movement. Stand up and dash. Yes. Okay. I guess. Okay. So, you start running across the way as best you can. You start hobbling, start clubfooting your way ac- across the way. Um, no, no, Fable doesn't get that. No, Fable doesn't get the clubby treatment. Okay, up next is who's up next? Those in. Being in the same boat as Fable, that I've been beaten the hell up by the ground, and being that sad rhino in the back of a stampede at Jumanji, I am going to. <laughs> um, I can't remember. Did I make my way to the edge? I can't remember. How many How many bottom? downs have you done? That's two. what I'm... Two. You got I'm three to go. The back. You got three yeah. to go. So, um, whatever... Whether it's going to the edge and climbing down, or whether it's climbing down and going to the edge, that's sure. what I'm doing, regardless. It, if you are... I love so, my idea, by the way, it's gone forever. If you are climbing, you move at half speed... You do not make a check. You do not suffer fall damage. Oh, God. Do I want to get there fast? Uh, you know what? We have items to use them. So uh, when I did my superhero landing, mm-hmm. um, a, a small bottle rolled out of my pocket. And recognizing it, I chug it, and it's the potion of climbing. Okay. And I will use that to what? climb down. Okay. So with That's advantage sure. on my athletics. Great. Oh, I need me one of those. Thirteen. Yeah, you're good. With a potion of climbing, you're fine. Okay. Yep. So it'll be my movement. So I'm assuming it's at thirty feet, and then whatever it is. I think it was actually I stopped at the superhero landing. So yep. I think it is thirty feet, thirty feet, or it, whatever. It's twenty feet, thirty feet, twenty feet, thirty feet. Okay. Then I'll make another ten. So I'm halfway through that fourth step is what mm-hmm. I'm on. I okay. still need two more. Two more to go. Sounds good. After Thosin, last but not least in the lineup, Treasure. <laughs> now that I saw that just happen, oh, <laughs> she's going to jump down <laughs> the rest of the way. Okay. 
Acrobatics, correct? Yes, please. That is going to be... 12. Okay, that is going to be a total of... 11 points of fall damage. Am I prone or no? You are prone. Okay, well, obviously the last one she had to land on her ass. Thankfully, it's quite cushiony. <laughs> there you go. She kind of gets up to her hooves like, ow. Mm-hmm. Okay, okay. Uh, she's going to like run by as fast as she can, scoop up Fable on the way just to help her along. F- Fable is up. So, you, so after you bit it, you're essentially right next to Fable as you come running over. Okay. So... If, if she's okay and running fine, no scoop up. But if she's having a moment, scoop up. Okay. I will leave that to you. There's no more, there's no more where to fall. We're on flat ground now. So theoretically, Cody Stone, I can't fall on my face anymore. A stalagmite falls from the roof. No, I went to the dancer thing where we trip over chalk lines. Well, you do. I was going to say like, there are uh, minecart tracks for you to navigate over, so. Oh my god! No! It's like Magic Kingdom of Heels! It's breaking ankle! No, 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 no. God okay. damn it, I quit. <laughs> New round. I have three initiative cards left, and I know one of them is an ace. There you go. The other two are not. Which one of these children are going to betray me? <sighs> hey, there it is. Yeah. Bad guys are on a jack. Tauroth is up first on the ace. How messed up is this guy looking in front of me? Uh, so the one that failed the concentration check initially is very messed up. And I, I would have seen the other one get like something happen to him and he's you, not. Doing you've seen the magic one. end. Yes. Yeah. That was very obvious. Yeah, let's uh, yeah, let's rock let's rock this guy like fucking hurricane and use my bonus action to steady aim to get advantage on my next attack roll, and I'm just essentially gonna whirlwind the blades into this guy. Okay, let's do it. That's an eighteen. That'll hit. So that is going to be a total of 31 damage. Okay. 31 points of damage. He is out. Easily drops to the ground. His blood beginning to pour over the circle, filling in those little etched-in gaps. And if possible, just for the flavor, stop. So you just stop the pose, sword reversed, staring at the other guy, just looking at him. Okay. Staring him down. His steady aim, I give up my move action. Okay. As you, as your egg, as your gaze spins over towards him, he is going to lift those draconica eyes up towards you and look down at the blood filling 
this etched in circle. You want to kill Vidian? Because this is how you get to Vidian. Yeah. Oh, Vidian's a punk. Did <laughs> we just finish their fucking circle for them? Oh, nah. oh no! And as he bites down on his arm, the teeth, like a vice grip, shatter the bone. You hear <laughs> as each of them snaps. And then this dreaded ripping noise as his clenched teeth turn. He rips his arm, his own arm off the elbow, pouring blood out like a geyser, spraying Dragon Age style across uh, Tauroth's face and collapses, bleeding into the circle. And that is where we are going to end for tonight. Why do you do this? That's dramatic. Fuck. Oh, fuck. You have to come back Monday to see what happens. Shit. I love you. You To watch us just panic. Luckily, tonight's Friday. So we only have like two or three nights with which to just sob. Ah, two, uh, to three, two to three days to prevent Tauroth dying and get a new character ready. Awesome. Well, and how close is the ride now? She's, she's real close now, right? Um, Yeah, but I also used most of my stuff trying to yeah. disrupt no. the ritual that he just yeah. put his arm no. into. No, you did exactly the thing that, that we should that you should do. <laughs> Chat, Cody! <laughs> um, Why did he tear uh, his arm off? That's metal as fuck, but I hate it. Why did he tear his arm off? <laughs> so many good questions, I, everybody. So many good, um, good questions. We are going to I, find out what happens to all of this on Monday. That is when we normally play Disasters in Danger. I hope you guys enjoyed it. Um, we, we may be trying to do more Friday RPGs. We may be trying to bring things back. We continue to hone our schedule. If you guys want to keep up to date with any of that, follow us on the socials. I'm sure they're dropping into the chat right now. I hope you guys enjoyed the night, uh, players and audience alike. Uh, love you guys. Thanks for hanging out with us. We're going to see you next time. But until then, be cool.